0: Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode. I am so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be talking to you. Um, Guys, I am really, really fired up for today's topic. I feel like I say that every single week and I feel like I say that exact thing. I feel like I say that every single week, every single week, but like it's fine. Um, I am really excited because I feel like this was such a God-given topic, like 100% him, and I am really, really thankful for that. Um, if I'm going to be completely blunt and vulnerable and honest with you guys, I always try to be. Um, I've really, really been struggling with my podcast. Um I just am feeling really unmotivated to record episodes. I literally love doing it so much. I love being in front of the microphone. I love 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 putting out episodes and it always gets me really excited. But I have been very under attack by my brain, by my insecurities and definitely by the enemy um I don't know. It just feels it is it can be very disheartening sometimes like not disheartening, that's not the word, but kind of isolating maybe at times because you you know I put out an episode and I don't really know a lot of times like oh do people like did they like it did they not like it like I don't really get a lot of feedback which is completely fine like I understand that people aren't listening to an episode and immediately texting me like oh my gosh I loved it you know what I mean because like I don't do that when I listen to a podcast I don't immediately dm the podcaster and say like that was a good episode unless it was like a really really good episode um so it can be really hard sometimes because I don't really get a lot of feedback and um, I like the enemy begins to tell me like, oh, no one actually cares what you have to say. No one really, you know, whatever, like no one, like we don't, like no one believes in you, which is not true at all. Like I have so much support from so many people around me. Um, so that's just kind of my vulnerability moment where it's, I am, I have been struggling a lot. Um, With my podcast and just really believing in myself that I have the capacity to do this Um, So I just want to thank you guys if you're listening and if you have been listening or if you're new, whatever That looks like I just want to thank you so much for giving me like this space to Come have a conversation with you and to just get to talk to you. It really does bless me And I am really really thankful to get to pour into you what god has poured into me um, so yesterday I was at a um, I was at the porch here in Dallas and I don't really know if a lot of you know about it. You might. It's really big. I feel like a lot of people do know it, but, um, it was like the Tuesday night thing and it was so much fun. The worship was amazing. I am like a jumper when I worship. (laughs) I'm really, really thankful for it because I mean, thankful for the sense that, like, God has really brought that, like, in, like, out of me because I feel like I've always been a jumper. I've definitely always been a pew tapper, Um, (laughs) which sounds so weird, but I, like, just get really, like, energetic when I listen to, you know, like, Christian, like, music, and I get to worship God, and I had this girl behind me, it was so kind of her, like, I literally almost started crying, she was like, I just want you to know that, like, I love the way that you worship, and um, I just want you to know it's super inspiring, and don't ever change it, and, like, y'all, that rocked my world, I was like, oh my gosh, that made me so happy because I used to be so embarrassed about how I worshiped. Like, I would want to jump up and down and do all the things. Like, I love getting on my knees and like worshiping on my knees. And I would just be so nervous and people would think I'm freaking crazy. Like, who is this lady? She just calmed down. Like, someone, does someone to give her some coffee? Like, times two? Like, was there three espresso shots in her coffee? Like, what's happening? Um, <laughs> but I'm really thankful God took away that like insecurity or like that embarrassment out of me. And now I'm full force. Like, if you guys see me worship, like, Join me or judge me. I don't really care, but it's honestly so fun. So it was such a good moment. And I'm pretty sure I heard this in one of the songs. To be honest, I, like, texted it to my friend, and I gave no context. I literally just heard it, and I was like, that's, that's the one I need to talk. That's, to like, this week's topic. And then I really felt like God was like, and I want you to look in Scripture for an example of that. Um, and I think that that's God's way of giving me a lot of, like, just – giving me that fatherly love, because I've been, again, I've been feeling like I'm not very uh, equipped for this, and that I'm not feeling, that I'm not wise enough, and I feel like God is really telling me, like, my Bible is there for you to use it, and, like, that is the wisest of the wisest book ever, and, like, if you get information out of it, then there's no need to be, like, wiser, you know what I mean? I mean, of course, we can learn more and grow, but, like, it's just really fun to get to have, like, the Bible to lean on, and to just really amplify and, Give a great example of what exactly you're talking about um, and how to connect it to God. And so that was just a really good moment for me because I literally was crying yesterday, like during worship, and I was just like going through it. And I was like, God, I don't know what to do. Like, I love doing this podcast, but I literally just feel so just so broken down and so unequipped and just feeling like, you know, you're calling me to do this, but you're not helping me. And I think God really sat and like humbled me in that. And he was like, I am helping you. Um, And he really just was like, it isn't about you, like, it's not 100%, like, 100%, it is not about you, it's all about, you know, what I'm doing through you, and it really, really opened my eyes, and it's even, like, I think, like, you're, like, I'm reminding myself right now that, because as I was walking into this, I was, like, I'm struggling so hard, I don't know if I want to do this, um, but I just, just a reminder that really, it isn't about me, but it's 100% about God, and if I just focus on that, then the rest will fall into place, so so, what a good reminder to myself and to maybe you guys if you're struggling with anything. So, the topic is called, like, what I've heard. The, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a song, but it said, Grace rewrote my testimony. And when I tell you that that shook my world, y'all, I was like, holy snap. I cannot believe it. It like, I don't know why it shook me so hard. And I think it's because I've been talking a lot about who I used to be back in the day, like before I got saved. And, um, I think it was like God's way of like reminding me, like I, your testimony was one thing. And then when you met me, it changed completely. Um, and I don't really know what my life would be like right now if I didn't have Jesus, to be honest. Um, because my life is so radically different than what I was before I got saved. Um, and I would definitely go into it more once I really talk about my testimony. Um, one day I'll come out with that episode. I'm still waiting for another episode to come out, which you guys, I hope you guys are going to love, but I need to bring that. I need to drop that episode first before I decide to talk about my testimony because it's wrapped around that. But yeah. Um, I just was thinking, I was like, holy crap, like, if I didn't know God, my life would not be what it is today. I would not be where I am today. I would not, um, have, like, the friends that I have. I would not be, like, I wouldn't have the light of the world in my life, you know? I would be in darkness without any flashlight, like, with any, like, I would say, like, you know, like, the light of the Lord could be, like, an example of a flashlight. I wouldn't have anything, like, and it just... It just really made me think about how much God's grace and God's like Him dying on the cross for us, and His patience with us, His guidance with us, His teacher in Him really has changed all of our lives. Like we would not be the life, like we would not be living the life we are now if it wasn't for Jesus. Our testimonies are so different because of who he is as a father. And what I got from the Bible that was such a good example of God, God's like grace and him showing up for us was um the Samaritan woman. I truly, truly love this um story so much. I was like looking for verses that I would use and I was looking at the disciples' lives and obviously like what an example, like they are such a perfect example of God's grace through them. But I just really felt, I would like, immediately after I was looking through, and I was like, you know what? I feel like there is a a story that I can tell from the Bible that would really, really encompass this, and I don't, I was like, I haven't found it yet, and then I remembered, I was like, oh my gosh, the woman at the whale, at the whale, (laughs) at the well, and I want to read it to you guys, because I don't, I know that, like, I wasn't, I don't know, a whole, like, I cannot quote the Bible as well as some people I know, which... I need to get better at it because the Bible truly is so good for us. Um, So a part that I wanted, like, I want to read almost the entire thing. um, And I hope that's okay with you guys, just because there's so much good stuff in it. And so I want to share it. I'm not going to read the whole, whole thing just because I don't want to like, you know, I don't know. I don't want to waste anyone's time in that sense. But like, okay, well, it's not a time wasting. Why did I say that? (laughs) I don't want to read the whole thing. So, um, Basically, the beginning of it is just Jesus coming up to her and being like, will you give me a drink? Um, And the Samaritan woman was like, um... So basically, the beginning of the whole thing is basically God asking her, like, will you give me a drink? And the Samaritan woman was just like, you're a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? Because there was a divide. Like, they weren't technically supposed to even be talking. Um, And then Jesus told her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks asks you to drink, you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living and water. And the woman is like, sir, like you have nothing to draw with. Like what do you, what water, what are you talking about that would completely quench my thirst? Um, and so finally, after they had that conversation, um, the lady was like, you know, give me that water. Like I want it. I don't want to be thirsty ever again. And so Jesus like he knew the answer to this, but he still asked. And he was like, he told her, go call your husband and come back. And she said, I'd have no husband. She replied, Jesus said to her, you are right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said, what you have just said is quite true. And she said, sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where you must worship is Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from us. Is- From the Jews yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the father and the spirit and in truth for they are the kind of worshipers the father seeks God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and truth the woman said I know that Messiah is coming when he comes he will explain everything to us and then Jesus declared I the one speaking to you I am he so then, like, the disciples came back and everything. And um, then, like, the part says, then leaving her at water, her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, Come see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Messiah? And so I really, really liked that story because, and sorry for like my boot, butch- my boot, butchering, I think that's how you say it, reading. I, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> I struggle with it. Um, but I thought it was really, really cool. Number one, because like Jesus knows everything about us, right? So he knew who we were before we got saved. He knew what our testimonies were going to look like if he did not intervene in our lives. And the fact that he intervened and we accepted is such a big deal because you know, it was like the Samaritan woman, you know, she was a little bit confused. I feel like when you are presented Jesus at first, like, at least for like me, I was kind of like, what is this? Like, who is like this Jesus y'all talk about? You know, like, who is God? And like, what is he doing? You know, I knew a little bit about him. I grew up in the Catholic church, but you know, getting to grow in that relationship with him, I was just like, who are you talking about? Like, you know, in my brain, the father, the God that I knew was just, you know, full of you know, rules and laws and didn't necessarily love me or know me well. So I think that's such a perfect example, like the Samaritan woman, you know, Jesus came up to her very just like nonchalant. He was like, what, what's up, dude? Like literally, like he could have just, he was gonna be like, what's up, lady? He is Jesus, the Messiah, and he doesn't even care who he is. And he just goes up to the Samaritan woman and he's like, what's up? And they just have a conversation. And then, you know, she, he's like, so where's your husband? And he knew the answer. And she was like, I don't have a husband. She's like, yeah, you're right. You don't let's talk about that. And so she saw the grace of God. You know, he wasn't condemning her. He wasn't holding her like like he might have been holding her accountable, but he wasn't doing it in a mean way. He doesn't he wasn't doing it in a rebuking way. And so what a gift from Jesus, you know, that that was. And then after she saw you know, who he is and his capacity to, like, love her really well, even though he knew all her sins. She ran to the city and was like, everyone, come on, like, let's go see the Messiah. He's, like, amazing. He told me all my sins. And, like, at first you might think, like, why would you want to, like, rejoice in the fact that he literally called you out on your sin? But I think it's because Jesus did it in such a loving way. And as soon, and, like, I truly believe, and I'm not really sure, I don't think that it says that, like, you know, it doesn't really go more into context of, like, the way that she ended up living her life or, like, um, if she, like, changed it or not necessarily, but um, I do believe, like, that she changed her life after that, you know? Like, God was like, I am, like, I'm going to quench your thirst that you have for, like, (laughs) you know, sinning and, like, being with, a, like, all these men because I am the way, the truth, and the light. And I believe that day when she met Jesus, her entire life changed because she met his grace and his love and his forgiveness and his mercy. And what a gift it is that we get to experience the exact same thing. We are the woman at the will. We are the Samaritan woman. We we are completely wrapped in sin before we meet Jesus. We are born into a broken world and sin is immediately over us, immediately as soon as we're born. And we get to have a father who knows that and knows the reality of that and says, your testimony could lead you straight to hell. But because I love you so freaking much and I want to spend eternity with you, I'm going to show up for you and I'm going to show you my grace and I'm going to show you my compassion and I'm going to show you how much I love you. And I'm going to remind you of your sin in such a loving way, because I want you to know that you are living in a sin filled world, but I want you here with me now. I want you to walk away from your sin and I want you to give your life to me. And I feel, and it might've not said it right in the, the, like it, like it said it, like if you were to ask me for the water that will never, ever make you thirsty again, which is Jesus I would think that that's his way of like saving her of saying, like, if you come to me, you will be saved. Um, But like, it's so amazing, y'all, because our lives will never be the same because of Jesus ever. Even if even people that stray away from Jesus normally always have Jesus in the back of their head, because once you have the Holy Spirit in you, it is so hard to let go of it. Like I tell you guys, I was like pre-saved. I call it my pre-saved season. And I knew, like I saw Jesus and I was on fire for him. And I had a moment where I just like, boom, lost it. Like completely was not into Jesus I was not into like anything I remember literally being like I'm so done with God and one thing changed my life Jesus again invited me in and the in the song reckless love literally would wreck me every time I would hear it because after when I got saved after my pre-save phase the part where it says like God leaves the 99 for the one I literally felt like God was like I ran after you because I wanted you and so it was like I was at the well at the well at the well trying to like drink this water that doesn't fill my heart that doesn't that doesn't feel any good that doesn't fill my heart it doesn't fill um the areas that are empty that my heart is longing for and then he came up to my well (laughs) my well and he said here's my water after you drink of this, you won't thirst for that ever again. And it's crazy because we forget it. Like we drink it and then we don't thirst for it like the world. And then we like slowly trickle into like, oh, like thirsting for it a little bit. But never do you stop thirsting for Jesus. Because once your senses are open, you know exactly what you're thirsting for. You know exactly what you need and that's God. And so it's crazy because we get to look at our lives and get to say, get to say, oh my goodness, I'm so thankful Jesus came up to my well and he gave me the water that will forever sustain me because now my life is completely different. Now I get to worship him. Now I get to walk with him. Now I get to have the light of the world guiding me every single day. I get to sit there. And when I'm in the darkness, when I'm in the deeps and the depths of the, of the worst moments of my life, I get to go, no, no, I don't have to be afraid because I have the light of the world and it's such a beautiful joy and such a beautiful moment to get to see that and get to say my life has been rewritten because I said just I said yes to Jesus because I was able I was given the choice to say no to him and I did plenty of times when I was little and as I was growing up and as I was in high school and my senior year Jesus was like enough saying no to me I am here to change your life Let me do it. And ever since then, guys, like I have not looked back. Jesus is truly the way, the truth, and the light. And if you have not received Jesus yet, hey, I get it. It's hard. But you don't have to be at a church to receive him. You can receive him right now, in this moment, right now. You can say, Jesus, I accept you into my heart. I believe that your son died on the cross for me and that he cleansed me of my sin. And if you choose to do that today for any reason at all, feel the freedom to text me, you know, to DM me or to text someone close to you that you might know that's a Christian or even go to your nearest church where you believe like, hey, this could really help me. Because Jesus' grace, grace for the world and grace for our lives completely changes our testimony. Because my testimony before looked like drinking and partying and boys. What my testimony looks like now is so much different. I can't even like really explain it because my other testimony had literally three things, the only three things that shaped me that I could truly describe myself as. And now what I can say at my testimony is a Christian and there's so much more to that, so much more light and goodness, having good friends, having a good relationship with my family, you know, healing, growing, doing this podcast, like whatever that testimony looks like, I know that is 100% hundred better than what anything the world could have offered me if I hadn't said yes to Jesus. So I invite you today to say yes to his grace. And if you have already accepted Jesus into your life, but you have not learned about his grace, I highly Highly recommend that you begin to look at what his grace looks like because I know that it's hard to receive it, it's hard to, you know, take it as what it is, it's so hard to accept the fact that we have a gracious God because so many times in our lives, people remind us like punishment is the only answer but Jesus is not here to punish. He's here to love. And you know, there are going to be moments where our actions have consequences and that's not God's way of punishing us. That's God's way of being like, Hey, let's not do this again. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, so good. And I mean, obviously the punishment part, like I'm going to just like, Disclaimer because my brain already went into like, well, people are going to say that, you know, God does punish and like you're wrong and like all these things and whatever, like you might interpret what punishment might look like. Maybe God does punish. And yes, there are times it's in the Bible, but I believe it's for different reasons. And I'm not trying to get into that right now. But like, just know that He loves you and His grace covers it all and His blood covered it all. And so that's what I want to remind you today. And yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm feeling so much better (laughs) after I had this conversation with you guys because it was so fun to look at my Bible and be able, Oh, Oh my gosh. I literally didn't say where I got the Samaritan story from. It was from John chapter four and it kind of just like starts there and it trickles down to, um, you know, to the end of the chapter and so on. So, um, that's where I got it from, the Samaritan the Samaritan woman story at the well. What a gift that story is to us um, of just God's, like, that God knows it all. And, yeah, he still loves us. Mm, so good. Um, but, yeah, guys, that's what all I have for you guys today. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you guys always. Don't forget to download the episode, to subscribe, to leave a review. Um, I love you guys so much and I'm so, so thankful for you guys every single day. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.